Hello everyone, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together to discover ourselves through our heritage and sharing our experiences in the diaspora. I am your host, Jackie. Hello, brothers and sisters. Once again, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast. I hope you are all been doing very, very well. So in today's episode, I have a serious topic to discuss with a very strong lady. <laughs> She's a mental health and well-being advocate, a mental health first aider, youth and young adult supporter, and the founder of Discovered Group. Please don't be stingy and listen alone. So please share this with everyone you know. Anyways, allow me to introduce to you Mrs. Mabel. Oh, hi. Thank you so much for having me today. And I'm really excited to be here to talk to your listeners about mental health and well-being. So it's good to, to be here. So like um, Efwa said, I'm Mabel Zainwato and I'm a mental health advocate and mental health first aider. And I'm also the founder of Discovered Group on Instagram, where we talk about mental health and well-being and how to prioritize our mental health. So it's good to be here. <laughs> yes, great. Thank you so much for coming on. Today we will learn so much and I'm really uh, I'm I'm really hoping that you who is listening will also take one or two things out of this. And yes, please so once again Due to the pandemic and everything, you know, we are unable to meet with each other and record and things like that. So we are doing everything via internet. So if the connection, sometimes you hear some little things, just know it's that it's the connection. And yeah, if there's something that you missed, you can always DM me or send me an email and I'll just clarify it for you. Thank you. So Mabel, today we're going to talk about mental health in the African community in the diaspora. And um, mental health is a, is a serious issue in a society, especially during this current pandemic. But sadly, mental illness is like a taboo in the African community. And in um, this episode, you know, this episode is to highlight on the topic and hear some facts from it, you know, from your point of view, from a professional point of view. So please, guys, if you know someone or you are someone who's dealing with this, please stay tuned till the end. So I'll go in with the first question. <laughs> what is mental health? Great question. What is mental health? Um, mental health mm. is something that all of us have. Every person, every human being have mental health, okay? And mental health influences the way we think and feel about ourselves and others and how we interpret events. It affects our ability to learn, communicate, and how we build relationships. It also influences how we deal with everyday stresses. So when we have difficult moments in our life, our mental health is able to help us to deal with those difficult moments in our lives. So that is what mental health is. And once again, every single one of us have mental health. So that doesn't mean that we are all crazy or something. It's just something that's part of us. It's just yeah, so mental health is um mental health is something that all of us have, which is the mind, right? Mm -hmm. And just like we have our physical health, mm -hmm. you know, we kind of eat well, we exercise and we drink water, eat your fruits and vegetables so that you can have a good physical health. And in the mm -hmm. same way, every 
single mm-hmm. one of us have mental health. So it's, it's in relation to your mind, how you look um, at your mind. So we have our emotions, we have our physical health, we have the mind, we have um, different areas as a human being to develop, to make you whole in your body. And at Discovered Group, we look at the five um, different personal development areas, which is mental, emotional, physical, social, and spiritual. But mm. most of the times, we focus more on the physical aspects of our being, be it exercising, eating well, eating your fruits and vegetables, drinking water, having enough sleep so we can have a good health, physical health, right? But the mind is something that we tend to neglect because the mind is, we forget that the mind is also an organ in the body and therefore it needs to be looked after. So right. mental, mental health is your mental, your mind well-being, the well-being of your mind. So that's the well-being of your mind. That is the mental health. Yeah. Just like physical health, something mm-hmm. like that. But then this time it's your mind, the your mind. mind. Hey, wow. Okay. Because when you hear when someone says mental health, the first thing you think about is mm, that's negative, you know. Yeah. But yeah. thank you for really clarifying on that. That it's not that you're crazy. Mental health is just the state of your mind, it's just well-being okay what about mental illness then so mental illness is for Mm -hmm. example when you neglect your physical health you know in Ghana in Africa I mean I'm I'm Ghanaian Mm -hmm. and I believe you are Ghanaian as well but mostly in the African community Mm -hmm. we tend to use a lot of oil to cook we tend to eat a lot of butter margarine we tend to eat a lot of food that is high in carbohydrates and when we do that it can cause physical illnesses such as cancer, diabetes, cholesterol, you know, all of these illnesses. But with the mental illness, when you don't look after your mental well-being, as I explained earlier on, then it leads on to mental illnesses Mm -hmm. such as bipolar disorder, um, anxiety disorder, depression, schizophrenia, perinatal mental health, and all those things. So the mental health is your mental well-being and the mental illnesses is if you don't look after your mental well-being, that's what then develop. You can then go on to develop mental illnesses in the same way that if you don't look after your physical health, you can develop diabetes, cancers, um, heart problems, and all those physical challenges that we tend to have in our daily lives. Oh, so that is the okay. Thing. So then, mental yeah. illness is is a disease then of the mind. A disease is, huh? Okay. Yeah, mental illnesses. You, one develops mental illnesses as a result of not looking after your mental well-being. But at the same time, for example, someone can have a mental illness disorder such as bipolar and still have a good mental well-being. Oh, because okay. just mm-hmm. because someone has bipolar disorder, for example, it doesn't mean that their, their, their mental well-being is not great. Whereas someone can be, cannot have a mental health disorder but their mental, they can have a poor mental health. That is not looking after their, their mental well-being. Yeah. Oh, wow. So the mental, <laughs> the mental disorder, for example, such as bipolar disorder, you can still have those disorders, but with good management of practicing meditation, managing your stress, managing your emotions, managing your moods, you can still live well and still have a good mental health. So just because you have mental illness does not mean that does not necessarily mean that someone will be having a poor mental well-being. 
But for someone who doesn't have the mental disorder, they can have poor mental well-being as a result of not looking after your mental well-being. I hope I'm making sense. Yes, you are making you are making perfect sense. But I, I was just thinking by myself, how some of us that had uh, have been dealing with you know loneliness, depression, and things like that. And so that does that mean that it's also an illness, like mental illness, depression, and yeah. things like that? Yes. So, for example, some of the mental illnesses that one can develop if they don't look after their mental well-being could be depression, anxiety, loneliness, and um, suicidal thoughts. You can, you know, be suicide. Depression can lead to suicide, and then it can then, you know, if it's not really dealt with early you can develop psychosis and that's what leads on to schizophrenia and many other mental health illnesses so depression yes, depression is a mental health you know mental illness and um, bipolar disorder anxiety um, OCD sometimes we tend to say oh my gosh I really have a big OCD I'm always cleaning but we have to be mindful that just because you are tidy and you are organized and you are disciplined does not mean that you have OCD because OCD is also a disorder. Wow. So we just need to be careful not to loosely throw about words. Like if you are feeling low and you are feeling sad, it's important not to throw those words around. Oh, I have depression Mm -hmm. because it's, it's a serious illness. So just because you are feeling low today, it doesn't really mean that you have depression. So we need to be mindful, mindful. of the kind of things that we are saying. Because for someone that is really, really experiencing depression and you are not and you're just throwing it about loosely can be quite offensive or upsetting for that person. Yeah, that for that person yeah. who's really going through it. Yeah, I can understand that. I can imagine. Mm, then I'll stop saying that. Because sometimes, you know, maybe sometimes you wake up, maybe you hear some bad news, or maybe, you know, sometimes you just wake up and you don't really feel okay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, ah, mm, I mean, I'm depressed, so I'm this, so I'm that, I'm that. But whilst you're actually not, and people who are re- actually going through that, mm-hmm. who are fighting it, it's it's unfair for them yeah. to hear you say that just loosely like that was they are really struggling with it. So I, I understand that. Ah, hmm, I apologize so for people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's equally important to acknowledge when you are feeling low or you are feeling sad. It's absolutely okay to acknowledge your emotions mm-hmm. because those are those practices are all part of you looking after your mental well-being and acknowledging how you are feeling. But that does not mean that you are depressed. Just because you are low one day doesn't qualify Qualify, you to be depressed. If you feel like you're having low moods and you are feeling sad and it's continuing for about two weeks or more, then that's a sign that something could be wrong. Mm. We will come there later. (laughs) (laughs) Going on, what kind of situations or examples can lead to mental illness? I believe you just mentioned a few, but maybe you can Mm. elaborate more. Yeah, that's a great question. There are many factors that can influence um, one's mental, that can lead to mental, you know, poor mental health. And Mm. and I'll just mention a few. So some of these um, factors could be child abuse, you know, if someone has suffered child abuse or neglect, that can also have, um, that can lead them to, have, you know, develop poor mental health and can lead to mental health illnesses. If someone experiences sexual abuse, you know, that can cause a lot of trauma mm-hmm. and they can develop 
you know, several mental health problems and losing your job and also long-term unemployment can really have a negative impact on your mm -hmm. mental health. Um, and I remember when I just finished university and I was looking for a job for many years and I wasn't getting a job, it really had a mm. terrible impact on my mental health, you know, because there's a lot of challenges that comes with that where you are worried about money, worried about staying at home for so long and feeling worthless and feeling like there's nothing happening to you. So all of those things can have a negative impact on your mental health. And bereavement can also is one factor that can influence your mental well-being, you know, which means that when you lose a loved one or someone that you really care about, it can really cause mm -hmm. a lot of um, problems for your mental well-being. Also, um, witnessing violence, so, you know, violence in the family and violence in relationships, you know, when you are just witnessing it, it can cause a lot of trauma again. And for our mental, it can cause a lot of trauma and have a terrible impact on our mental health. Um, another factor would be divorce. Divorce or separation can have um, a great impact on one's health. Um, yeah, so that also is, is something that can really impact our mental well-being. And another factor would be pregnancy. So when you are pregnant, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people tend to develop something called perinatal mental health, which is the period where you get, you know, you conceive up until one year after you've given birth. You can have something called perinatal mental health where you can develop postnatal depression, postpartum mm -hmm. psychosis and many other um, mental illnesses that comes with it. So it's absolutely important to if you are feeling low and you feel like you are in a low mood and you're just not really feeling yourself in the pregnancy or after pregnancy, uh, sorry, after birth, after then it's important birth. to speak to your doctor about it or your midwife about how you are feeling. And there are great support, um, you know, that they will be able to give you. So pregnancy, childbirth can also have mm -hmm. our factors that can influence our mental health as well. Gosh, wow. <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah. so, so all these things that you've mentioned, eh, what if you've gone through one of them, let's say, for example, and how can you know that it's, it's mental illness? Like, what are the symptoms? Mm, okay. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so every mental illness has its own symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just going to list a few symptoms to you. And for your listeners, if you are, if you are experiencing high number of the symptoms that I'm about to mention, then you need to really speak to someone about it and you need to seek help immediately. And some mm. of the symptoms are excessive worrying or fear and feeling excessively sad or low mood. So you are feeling sad, you are feeling low, you don't want to get out of bed, you don't want to have a shower, you don't want to brush your hair, you don't want to do anything. All you want to do is just stay in bed all day. And this is going on for more than two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and it's just going on and on. Then it's a sign that something could be going on with you or the person that you are living with. So, you know, we are all listening. So if you see that your friend or a family member you know, they are constantly crying, they are constantly feeling sad, they don't want to get out of bed, they don't want to go to work, they don't want to do their homework, they don't want to do anything, then, you know, those are also signs of mental health problems. Mm -hmm. um, so confusion, confused thinking or problems, concentrating and learning is another symptom of mental health problem. 
um, extreme mood changes, including uncontrollable highs. You know, sometimes you just get so excited and then the next mm-hmm. minute you just dip back again and you are feeling really low. Mm-hmm. Those are signs. Mood swings. Yeah. So those are signs mm-hmm. of um, mental health, you know. And the one you, you mentioned previously, the second one, what, can you repeat it again, please? Um, was it the one about confused thinking or problem concentrating and learning? Yes, yes. Yeah. Can you give an example? So, you know, for example, you 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 have coursework to do or you are in class, you can't concentrate. For example, mm-hmm. I pick this um, smoothie and I say, I'm going to make a smoothie, but then I go off to the kitchen and I put a kettle on and, and I make myself a cup of tea forgetting that I've actually made myself a smoothie to drink. So that's a mm. symptom of something called ADHD. So it's just that confusion of not being able to think things through and not knowing what you've done, what you are actually doing. I could put this here. I could put this a pen here and forget that I've put a pen here to write and then I'll go and bring my laptop to come and type something. So it's just those kind of not being able to concentrate or focus or getting confused. Mm. These are kind of like some signs and symptoms. I have one example. You know, sometimes, you know, your phone is literally right in front of you and you are looking, literally searching the entire house looking for your phone and then later you find out that the phone was actually just right there. Is that also a symptoms of one of those mental illnesses so that's just something by the way i mean there are very, um, various things that would make you you know for example my mom for example she's um she's currently you know experiencing monopause so sometimes she mm-hmm. you know they can forget things it could be you just had a bad a stressful day you know it could be just anything like sometimes we just lose focus so it's not mm-hmm. necessarily you have to you have to have more more of these symptoms to then be like mm, something is not right oh it has to be continuously before okay yeah. it's not just once in a while and then you think the fact that you've just left your phone means that you have mental health problems oh, no okay there okay. must be other symptoms okay. so if you are if you can relate to a lot a high number of these symptoms ah then and then think oh something could be wrong here mm, okay, yeah. Okay. um yeah so prolonged or strong feelings of irritability or anger we can see that sometimes you might say something small to someone and they would just exaggerate it and they would just get angry or someone that gets angry all the time they just get irritated they get frustrated at every single the tiniest thing you find that they just lash out and get angry that's another sign of someone that is you know having um mental health problems so for example um i would tend to talk about myself because i've had i've had depression suicidal episodes and social anxiety before so for me when my parents separated some some people might get really angry and be very like loud and out there mm-hmm. but for some people you might find that they just curl in and they would just stay in one corner and that was me yeah and um, and sometimes we might mistake it and say you are too shy why are you so shy but no really there could be something wrong it's not that you're shy but it's just they've just kind of curled in and they're not oh. so it's either the person become really really angry at everything or they just close up yeah so those are some of the things that we can look out for um yeah, when people just get really irritable 
or they get angry all the time. They get frustrated at every little thing. When you say, oh, why have you put this water here? And they just get so angry. And, say, um, and yeah. they're thinking, I only ask, why have you put this water here? Mm. And, you know, say anything more. Yeah. So, hey. And another symptom will be avoiding friends or social activities. So, for example, people that have mental health difficulties might not want to go out, like I said before. They just want to stay in bed all day. Maybe they absolutely, like for me, for example, I absolutely enjoy dress up and cooking. Mm -hmm. So if you are living with me, for example, and you see that, oh, May hasn't cooked for a week, there's something wrong because I'm always in the kitchen. I'm always cooking. So if you see that something that the person really, really enjoys, gradually they're just not doing that anymore for a long period of time. It could be a sign that something is wrong or if they're just avoiding going out with their friends and you know that this person really enjoys going out. They love dressing up, putting their makeup on or getting their hair mm -hmm. cut, you know, the men dress up and just go and have a good time with their friends. But all of a sudden, a week has gone past, two weeks, three weeks, they just don't want to do any of that. Then those are signs that, you know, something could possibly be going wrong. So it means we have to keep an eye on people around us just to be, you know, not that, not that we should be going around yeah. and thinking, ah, is this one, this person <laughs> experiencing this, that person experiencing that, but no. at least we should keep an open mind. So when we see the people around us, our loved ones, you know, going through one of these symptoms, we can be like, hey, I heard something mm -hmm. about this. Let me really check with the person and see. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, another symptom will be difficulty understanding or relating to other people. So always kind of like, if I say, um, if I, why have you put this water here? And you just mm -hmm. jump to the end of the stick and say, oh, do you not think that I'm not going to drink it? You just get confused and you just you know jump to the end of the, the stick and make assumptions you are or maybe you are not able to hold healthy relationships you don't take criticism mm. very very well you find that some people may be in a relationship today and tomorrow they're not with the person again or they're not able to build healthy relationships with friends families um, romantic relationships then those could be there could be signs that something is actually going on that mm -hmm. needs to be looked at. Looked at. Um, ah. yeah. And another thing will be, you know, changes in sleeping habits or feeling tired all the time. So some people might have um, insomnia. They're not able to sleep. They can't really put their body to mm -hmm. rest. They're not getting enough sleep. And lack of sleep will lead to low energy and have a terrible impact on your mental health. So that's another sign to look out for. Okay. Changes in eating habits, such as some people might eat all the time and they might not be able to stop themselves from eating. Or some people might not eat at all or they have, they're very conscious of the way they look. Even when they're slim, they think they're mm -hmm. fat. Yeah. Signs of... Um, you know, um, eating disorders, which I've got, I think I've got a post about it on my Instagram page. Please check it um, out. Yeah. 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 Also sex, sorry, changes in sex drive. You know, if you are in a relationship, in a marriage, and your partner don't want to engage in any sexual activity, but you know their vibe, you know that, you know, you know how they, they are, and all of a sudden they're just not interested, then, you know, something could be going on. So it's worth 
you know mm, all those married folk if your wife or husband doesn't yeah. want to open up to, to you doesn't mean the person is cheating you know or it doesn't mean the yeah. person doesn't love you anymore mm, open your eyes so shine your eyes and open your ears and listen to what <laughs> madam well, i'll call you madam or teacher <laughs> madam may is saying so <laughs> yeah. so um those are a few symptoms of mm-hmm. of mental health oh i've got a few more here so difficulty perceiving reality so for someone that might be going through psychosis they might be uh, they might be having um hallucinations and that means that um the person might be experiencing or sensing things that does not really exist, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So they might be saying things, they might be seeing things that doesn't really exist. So those are another sign to look out for. Um, Overuse of substances like alcohol and drugs, you know, in the African community. Mm. We see, you know, all the uncles and aunties, Mm. they're always drinking, you know? So those are um, clear signs of mental health um, problems where they're just using alcohol to suppress whatever that they are going through or using drugs to suppress whatever that they are going through that is a sign that the person might be going through having mental health difficulties if the person is thinking about suicide you know and mm. um, so with suicide they they might want to take their life and you might you might see them write notes around or some people even in the summer they might be wearing like cardigans and hoodies because they could be self-harming uh-huh. so if you see that someone has a cut on them and it's becoming frequent and they're always trying to hide up and say oh i bumped my knee mm-hmm. on the stairs and it's just becoming very frequent that you are seeing them bruising right. themselves then it could be a sign that um something is not quite right and if you see your loved ones if you see if you see a note that they've written a note that they want to end their life, for example, that is something that needs to be taken seriously and you need to seek help as soon as mm. possible. Some people, uh, some people in our community, they rather laugh at you. Maybe it's your own family members. When they find out that maybe you're suicidal or whatever, they'll really laugh at, the, they'll laugh at you. They'll be like, ah, you're just looking for attention. That's mostly saying that's so sad. Mm-hmm. And then later you hear the person is no more. And then what? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and, and lastly, my last symptom is an intense fear of weight gain or concerns with appearance. You know, so people like that, when they're just so concerned about their weight, even when they are really small, size eight, size zero, and they see themselves as their fat, that's a real um, sign of mental health um, problem. So it could be that they are experiencing um, eating disorders you know so it's something that we need to take seriously so if you are a listener and you can relate to a high number of these symptoms that i've just touched on here then it's important for you to seek help talk to someone that you trust and Mm, hopefully there are a lot of help and services available so if you are experiencing these symptoms don't take it lightly do seek help and try to find someone that you trust yeah and don't go to someone that will tell you oh forget it forget it's nothing it's not just pray about it it's okay or just Mm. forget it no don't go to someone like that so those people rather hmm, do we make it worse so Mm. (laughs) that's right yeah this is so serious wow but is it like um inheritable from a medical point of view because sometimes you know um for example in uh, in ghana like this for example sometimes you hear that someone wants to marry a certain person from a 
certain family and then people will be like oh no that person their grandfather their grandmother was crazy so the person might might you know might also become crazy later on or maybe when you have kids with that person your children will all become crazy mm. what is there explanation to uh, to that yeah thank you that's a great question um so is it inheritable um so research suggests that some mental health problems may, may run in families. Oh, hmm. <laughs> make it for, for example, some of us to marry you. <laughs> hey. For example, if you have a parent with schizophrenia, you are more likely to develop schizophrenia yourself. But no one knows if this is because of, of our genes or because of other factors such as the environment we grow up in. Mm. Um, Although the development of some mental health problems may be influenced by our genes, researchers have not found any specific gene that cause mental health problems. Oh, so for example, if uh, let's say a friend of yours comes to you, oh yeah, this guy has proposed to me this and that, uh, we want to get married, but the mom has, what's the name against you, schizophrenia? Uh-huh, that one, and yeah and the mother had it so yeah I'm afraid that maybe he might also develop it later on in the marriage or whatever so I'm thinking of not accepting his proposal will that be a valid like point or you should just discard it well my advice will be you know marriage is um it's a lifelong commitment and I can only speak from a Christian point of view and um, I'm a Christian so mm-hmm. for me when I was going to marry my husband it was done prayerfully and we sought the will of God within the relationship and the marriage and God approved of it Mm -hmm. so if you are going to marry someone and you are a Christian then I would say you can't just look at the fact that the person's family member had schizophrenia and therefore you are not going to pursue the marriage if you pray about it and God is in Mm -hmm. agreement with it then you as a child of God God's will should prevail. I wouldn't say that I'm going to choose my will and say I'm not going to marry this person because someone in their family had schizophrenia. And schizophrenia, you know, it's not, I wouldn't, it's it's as a result of maybe like a poor mental health. So maybe we don't know the whole um, entirety of what caused that kind of illnesses and that's why it's very important for us to understand that um, people have mental illnesses as a result of poor mental well-being and Mm. once we are able to look after our well-being then we are not going to develop these the chances of developing mental illnesses is very low right just the same way Mm -hmm. someone's mom might have diabetes but it could be as a result of them not eating well so if the son or the daughter is able to eat well and look after themselves and exercise and do everything that is required to have a a good you know physical health then they're not likely Mm -hmm. they're not going the chances of them developing diabetes will be very low right so again I would say we just have to have the understanding that these things happen as a result of not prioritizing our mental well-being and also as a child of God, you shouldn't really just write someone off. I think it's important to pray about it and to seek God's will concerning that relationship. And if it's in God's will, then, you know, I don't feel like we should just not pursue that relationship. I feel like as a child of God, ultimately, it's God's will that should stand. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
Wow. Those of you that will be going around pointing fingers on people and this person, their family member had this, their family member had that one. Please stop because it doesn't mean that if someone ha had a certain illness, mental illness, it doesn't mean that everybody in the family is going to have it. So please, let's stop judging people. What does it mean, actually? <laughs> I can't so, even speak. <laughs> okay, so schizophrenia is a long-term mental disorder or a type involving breakdown in relation between the thoughts and emotions and behaviors leading to um, faulty perception and inappropriate actions and feelings, withdrawal from reality and personal relationships into fantasy and delusion. So it's just disconnect a disconnect between the brain and emotions. And um, mm. just to put it in, it's, you know, just to kind of get a better understanding is um, if someone, for example, let's say something happens and you are feeling really low, you are feeling really down, it's a sign and it's going on for a week or two, it's a sign that something could be going wrong, okay? But most of the time we just take it literally, oh, I'm just sad today and that's it. It goes on a week or two, you don't do anything about it. And then it progresses then to become, mm -hmm. it could progress to become depression. And then when the depression, you might have, there are different levels of depression, right? So when you don't, when you keep going low, you can go low, medium, high, and you don't, you're not really seeking help. You're not really doing anything about it. And also as in our community, we mm -hmm. tend to just say, let's pray about it, it will go. Or if you are feeling low, it means you don't have enough faith or whatever that we tend to, to say. So the moment you are not really seeking help in relation to your depression that you are having, mm -hmm. and it goes on and on and on for months, years go by, and you are not actually doing anything about it, then it can develop to become psychosis. So and see you know let's just say you have you know if you have a cat and you don't look after the cat it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger right when we don't look after when something is happening you feel low today tomorrow is going on two weeks is going on it's developing to mild depression mm. severe depression and then it goes on yeah. then you develop psychosis and all of that within many years to come you will see how the disconnect between your brain and your emotions because when your mind is affected, it affects every part of you. It, it affects the way you feel. It affects the way you behave. If you are sad and you are experiencing depression, I don't see how that's going to have a great impact on your relationships, you know, because you tend to not really see if I'm telling you if well, this thing is white, because you are in that zone, you are seeing it as black or you might get defensive or whatever. So you don't actually see reality as it is, but you tend to just see things from your own way. So it's the lack of um, the lack of early interventions from the African community that tends mm. to make things go on and on and on and on. And then mm. just mention that one again. We will come. <laughs> don't worry. I have it for them. <laughs> you oh. know, so wow yeah it's it just seems like a big word but ultimately what it is is just a, a a breakdown of the mind and our emotions that kind of influences our behaviors and it leads on to like psychosis and we we start to see things that are not really reality and my very good friend she is a nutritional therapist and you know also like what we eat what we eat have a massive influence on our mental mm. health and well-being 
you know, because well, what do you mean by that? Mm, so, <laughs> do, 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 hey, wait, oh, me, hey, hmm, me, I'm a food, yeah, no, please, uh, don't, 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 don't come near. Wait, right. what can you educate us uh, on, on that one a little bit? So, what we eat, what we eat, have a great impact on our mental well being and you know, our physical health on everything, emotional well being, everything, right? So, for example, so what we eat needs to be able to provide us with minerals, vitamins, nutrition, yes? And the food needs to be balanced, okay? And in our community, you know the kind of food that we eat. We love- Rice and stew. The mm-hmm. meat, rice and stew without, sal- without any salad. And even if we eat the salad, it's the Ghana salad that has the corned mm-hmm. beef and the mm-hmm. mayonnaise and the egg, you know? So, you know, whatever we are eating needs to be balanced. It needs to provide us with the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals that we need to be able to function well. And there are lots of minerals, there are lots of vitamins that produces hormones in our body to help us sleep well, to give us that kind of buzz in our body. So sometimes, you know, having a poor mental health can be as a result of what you are eating and not filling yourself with the right nutrients and and minerals and nutrients that you need, you know. So diet plays a very key role in our mental health, in our well-being, in our physical health, in in our emotional health as well. So say if you eat rice, you know, you can have a small portion of rice, make sure your stew is not, you know, the oil is not swimming on top Mm. of (laughs) it, you know, just make sure you have some salad and if I'm saying salad I don't mean you know go and buy cabbage and just between just have your greens have your spinach have your kale have your um, rockets you know just balance it with with good nutrients you know like avocado not only bell peppers bell only bell peppers will not do because some people <laughs> no. since, since since we started telling them only rice and stew is not that healthy all the time they started adding bell peppers and there's that's the only bell peppers and fresh tomatoes those are the only ones and onions and sweet corn maybe <laughs> where where is <laughs> only bell peppers and 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 all these things they'll use and blend it and they'll say it's healthy enough it's okay uh, if you talk it will say uh, uh, uh. now you're hearing from a professional point of view it's not me that's saying it though uh-huh. so i think it's important for us to just eat well you know if you are lacking you know some vitamin just make sure you are eating well to get all the nutrients and the vitamins that you need in your diet and because when you're having hormonal imbalances it can have a negative impact on your mental health as well just so we just it's important to get the right nutrients and vitamins in your body so that your hormones can be balanced and it can it will be a great benefit to your mental well-being Hmm, thank you for that extra Hey, now I'm going to be looking at my diet like "Hmm, you and me today we'll see who the boss is anyways thank you so much for tuning in guys this will be the end of the first part of the series called mental health i hope you enjoyed it and at least learned one or two from it so please share this with anyone that you know and tune in for next week for the second part thank you so much mabel for this amazing lesson for today and i'll see you guys next week thank you bye
Thank you for listening to the Afri Talk podcast. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with everyone you know. For more amazing stories, stay connected by following me on all social media platforms. Find me on Instagram at AfriTalk underscore pod, on Twitter at AfriTalk pod, and on Facebook, AfriTalk podcast. Or you can send me an email at AfriTalkP at gmail.com. AfriTalkP at gmail.com.